successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody and welcome to Grill Nation on 980 AM KMBZ and at GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate listening as well today on iTunes and tune in via podcast. Always, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Love hearing from you guys. Thanks for joining us. We're over 100 episodes now, and it's been a great ride so far. Hope you're having a great week. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill as we get going on today's show. Our title sponsors of the show are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. Guest contributors and co-hosts are The Rear KC and Jay Rieger and Co., KSC Power and Light District and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander. I also want to thank Ryan Maybe as well. Big show today. Uh, we have one of our old partners and supporters of Grill Nation who will be joining me in a few seconds. That is Andrew Bash, who is the owner of Bash Real Estate. Also, uh, his website is bashkc.com. Uh, really wanted to have Andrew on today. We haven't seen him in a few months. Uh, he's been doing all kinds of great things. He's a guy you want to know here in Kansas City, not because he's a good business person, but he also is a uh, genuine person who kind of really kind of makes you think where, when you're having coffee with him, you're talking to him. He, he, he takes, takes something and kind of spins it on its head sometimes and gives you a different thought process behind it, which makes you really kind of look in the mirror and kind of think about yourself. And, uh, to me, it's always been a good thing. And, uh, Andrew Bash, is uh, is a good guy, a good Kansas Cityan, and I wanted to have him on today to update us on his real estate company, but also to talk about his new endeavor, Awake Your State. Andrew Bash, welcome to the show. Hey, Jason, thanks for having me. So we didn't rehearse the show at all today. I just thought we should have a cup of coffee, you know, have you on. We'll just we'll just talk and see what happens. Uh, uh, I love that. I haven't had coffee with you for a while when you need to go to a baseball game or do something. I fun. know, man. Those are the good old days. But um, so I'll put away these talking points you just handed me. You handed me thirty-five things I was supposed to talk about today. But uh, thirty-six. We're going to put those aside. Okay. So I'll, we'll try to hit all of them. <laughs> so what have you been up to, man? How's it going? Everything's great. It's uh, my life has uh, never been so full. We've got uh, the company is doing phenomenally, and we you've uh, expanded lately. We've expanded. We've hired four new agents uh, that are all amazing, amazing people. Uh, and the, the rebranding has has really hit its stride, which I'm excited about. Um, you know, we started with the the logo and the the signs that people seem to really take to. Yeah, let's talk about that. So you just changed to Bash. Bash is really kind of your last name is really kind of on everything. Yeah, and we switched from the Bash Group to Bash. We uh, I loved the the contrast between that strong name and pink. So that's our primary color. Uh, we also have orange and gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that very purposely. You now can choose 
which color sign you have in your yard, so you get to have a little control over what your front yard looks like when you list our home. It is kind of a positive uh, feeling to it. The color schemes that you picked out are, you know, they kind of make you feel happy. You know, uh, so I had this amazing thing happen to me, and that was uh, I needed to find a new listing coordinator. And I hired this amazing person, uh, Julie Wintering, and she is really... I try to take credit for some of it, but the reality is Julie has been amazing at helping us design and create the new brand. Mm-hmm. And she's Which she you, listens you, to my cockamamie ideas <laughs> and then comes up with something that works. You do have a whiteboard in your office, and you always are uh, you're working hard. Now you did this all with Julie. Yeah, Julie and, and I did this together. Branding. Um, we hired a couple of advertising agencies. I had hired a couple of freelance uh, graphic designers and decided that that was never going to work. Mm-hmm. Because I had enough creativity to know kind of what I wanted, but I don't have any creativity of actually, like, m- making it come to life. Mm-hmm. And Julie does that for me. Now, this is kind of different, you know, having the different color schemes and, and you being able to pick out the sign that you want in your front yard. And, and typically in the real estate industry, we see we see signs with realtors' faces on them. We see signs with that are more drab and more... You know, there's more language on there. You can't even read the things because there's too much information. Same thing with political signs. You put too much stuff on there. Nobody remembers your name. So you're not doing that. You, you've kind of, you, you don't uh, want to do that. Well, you don't have anything against people that do it, but it's not you. We, you know, I just think that our industry is, is one of those industries that needs a little bit of an overhaul. Mm-hmm. And the colors represent uh, something new, vibrant, exciting. There's going to be some people that don't like them. That's why you know they they can choose orange, pink, or gray to go at their yard. Uh, that all came from I picked the color pink, and then I was going, oh no, what if I get a single guy and he he doesn't want to? He's nervous about putting a pink sign in his yard. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll give him orange. Yeah, you'll give him. Orange. And then I was like, well, what if I'm in a like a high end neighborhood and they don't want a bright color in their yard? They want to be toned down a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'll, what about gray? Yeah. And then I was like, perfect. That'll be part of the process. You get to pick the color of the sign that goes in your yard. And really what all this comes back to is the, the, the mission, the purpose, like our North Star, right, of our company is designing extraordinary moments. Everything that we do is about this. And what we do is we design extraordinary moments, and then we help you find the housing mechanism for the moments we design and all the moments and memories of your life. Because really at the end of the day, what is a house, right? It is the, it's a street number. It's a piece of real estate, but what it really is, it's the place that you bring your first child home to. It's the place where you come back from your honeymoon. Uh, It's the place where the good, the bad and the ugly, ugly happen. And those are memories. And that's what the home is made up Mm -hmm. of. And, we just think it's important that as a company, we not only have results, uh, and if you want to buy or sell real estate in Kansas City, there's nobody more knowledgeable and there's nobody more successful as far as we're concerned, uh, but we also are vested in what that home really is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It's about it's about the extraordinary, too. So, for instance, let me just show you this. Uh, I want you to pick a card, any card. Okay. And open that card, please. And tell us what it says. If you were me, what question would you be asking? Ah, perfect. That's a good one to get on the radio show with Jason. I don't know how he's going to ask that. So we, our cards, we have... And I got the gray one. Yeah, so there's gray, pink, and orange. And every card has a question or a quote. 
And the reason I did this is business cards, some people don't even carry them anymore. But instead of it being just handing out of the business card, now we get to have a moment. So if you and I were talking and we don't have a lot of time left, but I want to know, like, you got that? And it's always, everybody always gets, like, the card, like, the quote or the question that they're they're supposed to get. So I know Jason doesn't like to be asked questions, so I'll let him pick another one real okay. quick and hope that it's a quote. Get him off the head. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you choose okay, and why? That's it. So you're going to answer that real quickly. Oh, Come on. gosh. John F. Kennedy. Okay. Let's see here. Um, gosh. It's tough. Give me one of yours. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, we'll ask for one from Mark, too. Mark, who would you ask? <laughs> Hurry. Plato. 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 Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Epictetus would be one of mine. Okay. There we go. Three. So this is a good icebreaker right there. Yeah. So, you know, now we've had this. It's I get to know a little bit more about you. You get to know a little bit more about me. And it's not just this handing of a business card, but there's more to it. I love it. Bash Real Estate, BashKC.com. After the break, we're going to be back more, with more with Andrew. I want to talk to him about kind of this real estate market in Kansas City right now. What you should do if you're a buyer, what should you do if you're a seller, and also get into Awake Your State later in the show. You're listening to Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill, 980 AM KMBZ. We'll be right back with more with Andrew Bash from Bash Real Estate. with Andrew Bash here on Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me again today, 980 AM, KMBZ, and also on com as well as iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Andrew Bash, Bash Real Estate, uh, BashKC.com is the website, social media, all over the place, Bash Real Estate, uh, really cool look, like the new colors, and uh, this isn't just about the, the moments that you create, the experience you create, it's also about results. And you've been doing this, you've been in this industry for quite a long time. You've seen the ups and downs. Um, you've got a good, a pretty good record here, don't you, Andrew? Uh, yeah, you know, we've been doing this for, uh, gosh, I've been at it now almost 17 years. And the last, oh, I don't know, eight, probably eight years, I've been in the Business Journal Top 25, um, probably, I think, probably eight years in a row. A few of those years, I was number four, dropped down uh, a bit last year, but still in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that, I think, was due to the rebranding. Uh, I don't, the amount of, it's a lot of energy and effort. You know, we had hired advertising agencies and then decided to um, do it on our own. Oh, you did? I did not yeah. know that. So this is all uh, the. You and your team. Yeah. Julie Wintering, who is my. Um, She's my listing coordinator, but she is also my graphic designer, and she and I um, worked on it all together. Yeah, it's it's been so that takes up a lot of time. I mean, you obviously it, can't it be did. It's 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 flowing now, but um, our results are still great. You know, we we are incredibly successful with both our our listings and with our buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're great at finding stuff off market for. Buyers, which is our, which is incredibly important right now. Yeah, I can um, tell you that because I've been 
looking around and it's hard. It's it hard, hard to find inventory. One thing I will say though, quickly about your website is, um, if you go to the website, you, there's a quick search tool under buy. And so I can go in there and it's, it's very intuitive, easy to use. And I could say, I want to live in this zip code and it pulls up things and it doesn't pull them up in such a, uh, tough to understand way. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to navigate just like a Google map would That's be. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's glad. a lot different than what I've seen on the MLS system or in the past with, uh, you know, all the different things involved. It's, it's more, it's more technical. This is more, uh, good to the eye. And you know, it's you easy want, to work. yeah, you want the information, but ultimately, if you hire someone to help you find a house, um, you want great information that you can have access to, but especially right now, you want an agent that is able to, um, find stuff and put clues, uh, I guess I call it putting the pieces of a puzzle together, right? Finding homes that maybe aren't on the market, talking to sellers that maybe aren't sure they're ready to sell, but then if they had somebody that would pay them a, a fair price, they would do so. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to tell you a couple quick stories as I'm thinking love about it. it. I love it. Um, Bring it. Uh, because we like the Andrew Bash stories. I'm well, you know, this market is a strange, it's a strange market because um, there's a lot of different things happening as it relates to in certain areas, uh, investors or builders trying to buy homes from uh, the elderly. Uh, there's mm-hmm. agents that, will tell you the value of your home is significantly less than it is because it will get multiple offers and they won't have to work very hard. Uh, and there are people that are sending out letters that are saying that they have a buyer. And I just want people to understand this. Everyone has a buyer. And if you're thinking about selling your house right now, don't sell it off market unless you're really comfortable with the price mm. and you're certain that you're getting um, the market value for it. Uh, the reason I tell you that, and there's sometimes where I've helped sellers sell their home off market, but it's, it's hard to do that on a regular basis because of market will dictate the value. Uh, there's a couple of stories I want to tell you. One is I was up against another agent recently over in uh, Mission Hills. The other agent told the buyer, the seller that they, uh, that their property was worth 450 to $475,000. They had bought it for four twenty five, maybe three four years earlier. I told her five ninety nine to six twenty five. Well, they had a the Mister and Missus Seller had a little bit of a hard time believing me uh, because the, there was such a discrepancy. We put it on the market uh, for five ninety nine. We had multiple offers and we sold it over asking. And uh, if they hadn't talked to me, they would have sold the house for somewhere probably around four fifty to five fifteen. Mm-hmm. So when you get, and the other thing that people will do is they'll underprice it and they'll get 20 or 30 offers on the house. The sellers need to understand that if you get 20 or 30 offers on your house, your agent underpriced the home. You know, if you get two, you get four, then you're probably priced where it's you're supposed right to be. Yeah. But if you're getting 20 or 40 offers in the first week, <laughs> that means that you're, you're underpriced, at least in my estimation. I mean, it happens. But your agent's responsibility is to get you the most money mm-hmm. in a reasonable period of time with the least amount of hassle. And oftentimes right now, agents are still underpricing things, sometimes accidentally, sometimes maybe not. I don't know. But, you know, the agents have an obligation to really help educate sellers and buyers. The other thing that's happening that's the is thing the I buyers, would, let's, right? Let's, let's talk about that. So flip the coin there and talk about buyers. 
So, well, from the seller side, yeah, it sounds great. I can get more money from my home. But what about the buyers right now that are that are stuck looking at you know the last few years seems as if same house has gone up a hundred thousand dollars on the market. Am I crazy or what? What's well, it all depends on what your situation is overall, right? So your buyer's agent needs to really look at: um, Are you going to be in the house for two years? Or are you going to be in the house for ten years? Um, are you getting ready to get married and and maybe have a couple kids? Yeah. Uh, or are you transferring here from I don't know Toledo, Ohio, for a job where you're not sure you're going to stay or not? Um, the idea of just randomly showing you homes and not really educating you as to what your your specific situation is because if you overpay a little bit for a house, say five, seven percent right now, but you're going to be in it for 10 years, it may not matter. Mm-hmm. The thing that really is the unknown for Kansas City, I believe, right now is, is, is this inventory issue, especially in, you know, Plaza, Brookside, <clears throat> Key Corridor, the Northeast Johnson County, um, but it's happening all over. Is this going to continue based on all of the press, all of the activity, all of the excitement that now surrounds our city, which, candidly, you know better than anyone because you're the biggest cheerleader, wasn't here five, 10, years, ago. five yeah. years ago. Yeah. And there's always new people moving back here from you know the coast that weren't going to come back to Kansas City that now are because there's so much more to do culturally and restaurants and bars and Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's an exciting place to be. And the question is, are we just, is this where it is now? Or is it going to fall off a cliff or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to think I knew, um, but I've been wrong for so long that I, I'm not, I'm not sure I, I, I think the inventory is what is driving the prices right now. And as long as there's a shortage of inventory in certain areas, that, that pricing will continue to be. What about what about the modernizing of these areas? So there's a lot of people that don't care. They'll they'll go move to Brookside or to an older part of town and just say, "Hey, this house is old, but it's the best there is out there." To me, I feel like you know you travel you travel, Andrew. You go to different cities in California, Colorado, wherever. It seems to me that there's a lot more unique things happening with homes across the country where you're seeing a lot of people tear down homes and build new structures is that happening at all in the corridor or is it just people moving into old homes oh, they, no. they, I mean, they get a new paint job then they get sold again it's always a fine balance right now between what the uh city or the residents that have been using prairie village as an example you know you have seven eight hundred thousand dollar homes on eleven thousand square foot lots that used to be um cape cods that the builders are now buying for anywhere from 175 if they can steal it to two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand, depending on the size of the lot, and then selling an eight hundred thousand dollar home there, and we've never seen that before. Mm. And people are willing to have smaller yards to be, you know, walking distance to to or mixed use stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's changing the dynamic. So no, there's there's plenty of the teardown that's happening. The, the cities and the residents in a lot of these areas are trying to curtail it or to at least have a healthy uh, approach to it so that it doesn't get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that, but at some point, too, when you have a house from the 1900s, sometimes it's it's better to tear it down than to rehab it over and over and over. I don't know. It depends on who you are. and You, you, you know, there's, there's people out there that are purists that don't want to see that take place. Nobody likes change. 
I've noticed that through my work in different city councils throughout town. Everyone's going to be against change, but a lot of times the change actually makes the city a better place. You know, as a as a guy who sells teardowns and a guy who sells the the homes that have been there for a long time, I am I'm somewhat neutral on it. But what do you say to a guy like me who's be 38 this year? Uh, looks at some of these homes in great areas like you're talking about that are closed. You can walk, you know, but you see these photos of these homes in the inside and it's like going back in time. It's like going back to like the 1950s. Now, some of your homes on your site, pretty modern, pretty cool, pretty, pretty innovative inside. Some of these are just well, what I would say to that guy would be <laughs> that when I told you to buy, you know, 12, 18 months ago, you probably should have bought then, but then you would have had built-in equity already you could sell it for turn it for a profit <laughs> a wise man once said a wise man once <laughs> said no to answer your question look you there's got to be some creativity in in your search right now mm-hmm. uh because people are willing there is such a shortage of homes the supply is so low right now that people are paying prices that are you know higher not typical yeah Andrew Bash is my guest today. Bash Real Estate, the website is bashkc.com. Great conversation. This is interesting. A lot of people out there are looking to buy a home or to sell a home right now. When we get back, Andrew, I want to get into Awake Your State and, and what kind of you're thinking behind this. Uh, it's been kind of taking over. I've seen your handouts all over town, so we're going to go through that. Uh, you're listening to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Don't give up. Welcome back to the show. Grill Nation, Jason Grill here. A980 KMBZ, also grillnationshow.com. Got a great guest in studio today, Andrew Bash, who's a former partner and supporter of Grill Nation, a great friend and a uh, great guy here in Kansas City to know if you want to buy or sell a house, but also uh, just good guy to know. He knows a lot of things and is a very positive person. And one of the things you're doing, Andrew, is bash the status quo that's kind of your slogan for uh, bashkc.com and bash real estate but also you're doing a thing called awake your state and i have a handout here in front of me where you've kind of integrated your branding and your colors uh but we've talked about this on on earlier shows last year when you kind of got all this started and now it's kind of evolved into the awake your state uh motto tell us about that. well okay so uh this was uh awake your state came from uh you know i do these talks but i i can't i don't really like calling them bully talks but i go to schools highest rated show we ever had i think for a long time really coming on and that was when you did your first one at st Teresa. yeah it was the first one at st Teresa. so that has grown into more yeah so i've done oh i don't know a a number of schools now and i'm uh, always open to doing more uh it's bullet talking about bullying yeah so i tell the story of me being a bully uh, as a kid growing up and kind of what was going on with me uh, and then go in to help kids understand what it feels like as an adult to still be considered that bully and that I don't really get to lose that uh, moniker, you know, as an adult because there's still kids and people that remember me not so fondly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, through the process of uh, sobriety, I went back and cleaned up a lot of those messages. You made and amends. Made amends, right. 
And those, some of those stories are just, and you tell those to the, the, the high school kids and to the kids about yeah. how you made amends and how, you know, just some of the craziness of what happened in these people's lives. Yeah, it's, it, it's wild. And that's really what Awake Your State is about. It's about, you know, if I had been in a more uh, positive mindset as a kid, then I would have probably not been putting out the negative energy that I was to others. And what Awake Your State came from is I was coming back from a conference, and in the conference, uh, one of the things that the that they talked about is that your state of your business is more important than your story for the business or your strategy. And too often, businesses will focus on their story, mm-hmm. create a strategy to support the story, but not ever spend time on the actual state of the business, the culture, the mindset, the energy. And what's funny is I'll just take that another direction. A lot of times you got a great state, you're profitable, but your story isn't the story that's going to get you on in a magazine or on TV. It's sure you have, you just, you're a good business. Right. You just don't have the unique story that you're seeing to, Oh, I started a hoodie company and I have this crazy story and now I'm a multimillion, you know? So, it's interesting to hear your point too, because a lot of people don't have the story completely told, but they have the state where you're saying a lot of times people spend all this time. They have a great story. They have a great brand, but they don't even concentrate on the state of the business, whether the culture will play or whatnot. Absolutely. And when I was thinking about my own business, what my biggest issue with my business is, uh, or was, or probably still is, uh, is this guy named Andy Bash. Mm-hmm. And that when I would walk in the office in a negative state, it affects the entire office. And what I found was I was sitting there coming back on the plan, like, okay, what are the things that cause me to go negative? How am I going to stop being negative? And in the meantime, you know, there's, there's posts on, as I'm doing this, Facebook posts about Trump and everybody complaining about him on Facebook. And I was thinking about how negative we have become as a society right now, either whether you're pro Trump or anti Trump, it doesn't really matter if you're spending time complaining about the anti Trump people or about Trump, you're not really in solution at all. All you're in is sending out negative energy. And that was at its height, probably when you're coming back on this flight. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, he hadn't been inaugurated yet. Yeah. So, um, I'm sitting there like, okay, what can I do? Like, what are the things that I could avoid? to keep my state positive. Yeah. And I came up like quickly, you know, criticism free, complaint free, judgment free, gossip free. And those were the four where I was like, if I stop doing those criticism free. Yeah. So criticizing myself or others. Right. And I now go and do these talks, even at corporations and companies about the culture and about awakening your state, because so often um, gossip. How would you handle that? So you're someone's underperforming at your company, right? Well, that's my point. Is it. A criticism, constructive criticism to assist someone to do better is different than complaining about your boss never does this or whatever. I mean, we all know the difference between like criticizing to be negative and criticizing to be constructive. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the difference. And those two things, then that's a whole other conversation that I will not be able to help you with. <laughs> but what happened was, as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, Avicii 
Wake Me Up comes on my playlist. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. Awake Your State. Awake Your State. And uh, we LLC'd it. We are creating an app. Oh, wow. It's like an accountability for uh, keeping your... Your state so, so awake. This, so is this is this now your you know awake your state when you go speak to people you're you're going as awake yeah your so that's state, the name LLC. of the talk okay. now the the name of the talk is awake your state and what I'm doing with um the the talk is it also allows me to leave this leave behind and then something that they can immediately focus on whether you're 12 or 50 all of us could spend less time judging gossiping complaining or criticizing mm-hmm. and those are negative activities and so what happens is so like i have this group of kids at shawnee mission east that are on this group me with me and we're doing this thing that if you go negative you type in awake your state and then all the other kids say got it so they are hopefully awake their state by with somebody else that like has gone negative or somebody reminds you. So in our office, here's how it works or in my house because my kids play it too. So people are gossiping in the office. Well, yeah. So if I awake your state, awake your state okay. and it takes the personality out of it. And if you've agreed to the accountability, right. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, like for, I'll give you an example, right? And I tell people this all the time. Like there is no one that is a bigger work in progress than me. So I talk about this stuff, but I'm also not like, I've already figured it all out. I'm still yeah. constantly and that, working. And, that, and people respect that. Right. So I'm driving home to get pick up something for my wife uh, over Valentine's Day. And I had to get a balloon at a grocery store. And we had changed to a different location. And I, I basically said, I don't know if they have balloons, but I know they have a lot of snotty, uptight people in there. And she's like... And there was no reason for me to upset it. Like yeah. I just went negative for no reason. She's like, "Awake your state." So what normally would happen if my wife like tried to give me advice, I would be like, "How dare her!" Like I'm the spiritual, <laughs> you know, the guy. I'm the one, not yeah. her. But I was like, I sat there of like no personality was involved because she and I were in agreement and, that we were going to do this. Awake your state, and so it stopped there. And then I thought about it. I was like, "Well, why did I do that?" Mm-hmm. Like, why did I go negative? And normally we go negative because of fear Hmm. or we're uncomfortable. And as opposed to acknowledging that, which is what I did as a bully, right? I was insecure, didn't feel great about myself. So I went and made other people feel that way. Hmm. So awake your state. I was like, okay, got it. I stopped and it gave me enough time to think about like, okay, instead of like defending my position of stupidity and negativity, I was like, why did I do it? And when I did it was I was uncomfortable in a new location and I didn't know it was just outside of my typical comfort Comfort zone. zone. Right. Well, that happens in my household now when my kids are being, uh, they're actually, they say awake your state to me more than I probably say it to them, which, but what I'm, what I'm trying to create here is here's the thing about kids, right? Is it's modeling. And we do not what we're told, but what we see. Mm -hmm. And for instance, I don't remember how my parents acted. Um, They were really nice people, I'm sure. I don't know there was a whole lot of supervision. But but what happens with these kids in these schools and the suicides and all these other things that are taking place is we live in a society, especially right now, where it's it's okay to talk crap on people. Mm Mm-hmm. And like when I go out to dinner with people, sometimes we'll, we'll be two hours in 
of gossiping. And even though I'll get to the dinner and say, I'm not going to gossip tonight. I'm going to be a catalyst for change and positivity. And then like 30 minutes into it, I'm like, yeah, well, did you hear this story? Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's ingrained again in how we operate. And so the wake your state is a way to like figure out an accountability group of other people that are game on to do this and try to look, I'm not trying to like change a, make a 180. I'm trying to make like a five, three to five percent shift mm-hmm. change in how people operate because mm-hmm. that will have an entirely different shift on how we all operate with one another long term. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And one thing you did mention is the clutter free. Uh, that's another part of Awake Your State. We got a minute left in the seven. Okay, go, so that's the most more. important part for all of us. And and I am a huge, huge proponent for meditation. It will literally alter the course of your life. And I don't know why we don't spend more time as a society talking about this because mindfulness and taking anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes before you start your day to sit in silence. And if you go download the app, headspace.com, it will teach you how to meditate. It is not intimidating and it will cause you to approach your life differently. And you will not be as 15 to 20 minutes of your day. That's 15 to 20 minutes. If somebody said, if you do this for 15 to 20 minutes of a day, you and do it regularly, you'll have more happiness, more success, more fulfillment in your relationships. Would you do it? Yeah. You do, you it, do it. But nobody does it. Need to check that out. Andrew Bash is with me. Bash Real Estate, BashKC.com, Awake Your State. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 980 AM, KMBZ, and GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you listening as well on iTunes. And joining me again today for, uh, we're over 100 episodes now of Grill Nation Show. We've got some great guests lined up for the future. We've had some great guests so far in 2017. And one of them is Andrew Bash. BashKC.com is the website on social media at Bash Real Estate. Uh, Andrew Bash was talking to us about his, his new company, Awake Your State. Uh, also, too, we obviously got into the real estate stuff uh, early on in the show. Andrew, I want to continue with the Wake Your State. It, it's based on energy. Your state of mind determines the energy you bring to every minute of your day. You have choices. You can choose to be positive or negative. Awake Your State improves your outlook and helps you make the choice to be positive and powerful. In order to be positive, you got to be free. There's five main uh, areas of this. It's criticism-free, complaint-free, judgment-free, gossip-free, and clutter-free. So you've been uh, talking about this throughout Kansas City and made it a part of your business, but also interacted a lot with high school students. Sounds well, like. high school, junior high, companies, anybody, and then, and then some companies also have had me come in and talk about it. And uh, I just, you know, it's funny. And like I was telling you about the story with my wife, it is, you know, I will with these with the the kids at Shawnee Mission East that uh, are kind enough to entertain me. Are these ninth graders. These are the ninth graders, and mm-hmm. uh, they are the coolest kids. And I'm not. Sh- I'm sure they probably are making fun of me every time I leave after I meet <laughs> with them. Uh, and I'm okay with that. And I tell them that. I'm, I I keep on coming up. So I spoke to the freshman class. I think in October. 
400 of them, and we had this great conversation. I it went very well. I, I, I hope it did. I felt like it went pretty well. Um, but I had, I gave them this, these books to try to create these random acts of kindness, and it was an epic fail. And so I came back after I came up with this Awake Your State and tried to re-engage them with this, and they were pretty much down with it. And then now we have, I've turned it into this contest that goes till the end of the year where they get points for uh, playing the Awake Your State game. They get points for being kind to one another and reporting on it. They get points for uh, humoring me by commenting on, on an article I'll send to them, or um, they get points for volunteering, whatever. And at the end of the uh, semester, will they? There's a prize, a cash prize for first, second, and third place. Hmm. Um, we haven't figured out all the details on that, so that the parents don't come and kill me. <laughs> but the the point of it is, again, like I'm not expecting. There's certainly like there's kids that might be doing it superficially. There's kids that are totally into it. Um, I'll tell you what has happened for me is like. One day I was driving down the street. I was in a really negative mood. I was having a hard time getting out of it. And I typed awake your state into the group me. And all of a sudden I had like 25 kids that said, got it. And it immediately had me go like, okay, I'm in. I'm Mm -hmm. in for making this day, as John Wooden Wooden would say, my masterpiece, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't make a day a masterpiece if you're in this negativity, which is so prevalent right now. Uh for so many people. For so many people in this yeah. world, yeah. And so that's how it works. And that's kind of how the app is supposed to work as well that's in development right now. And we started with 36 kids came to the first meeting. Oh, and they get points for bringing other kids into the group. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just looked while we were talking and we're up to 130 kids. It's amazing. And when I'm... I and, meet- and, and again, this is... You first talked to... Middle schoolers, grade schoolers. This grade is high. Schoolers. This is high school. Kids. These this are freshmen. Is, this is hard. This is harder than I don't know the fourth graders. Or, yeah, there are a lot. So, like, I had a conversation with a kid uh, the other day. He he like he kind of let me know he thought it was. I don't know. If, I don't want to say he thought it was stupid, but flawed would be the way I would put it. And so I won't say his name on the air because I didn't get permission. But he's this really really cool kid, mm-hmm. and I had this great conversation with him. And we connected, uh, and he gave me some input on the app. And uh, he expressed his concerns with some of the kids and that they might be, you know, doing it only for the money. Uh, the reality is uh, everyone's going to approach their life however they see fit. Mm-hmm. And it's not for me to judge them either way. What I can do is I can focus on what I can do to bring change to my area which, you know, is my basically between my head to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Between my ears. And then how I expand that out. And I can tell you that there are times when I walk in my house. There are times when I walk in my office. There are times when I might walk into the radio show, right? Where I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And if I had an accountability group like I have now, where like I immediately am like, if I'm not there, someone can say, awake your state and I can shift out of it. It's made a huge difference just in my office, like with my company, because I'm still, when I get stressed out, I can be, you know, mm-hmm. short and uh, a little more aggressive than I'd like to be with the people who matter very much to me in my office. But they can look at me and say, awake your state, and it stops me dead in my tracks. Uh, and that was sort of the purpose of it. 
And then if these kids can take this back home and they hear their parents gossiping or whatever, and the parents have been game on for the accountability inside the house, they can now say, awake your state, mom and dad. What has that been like? Parents, you, you, you're probably around the age. You could have a high school kid right now, a freshman in high school. I have friends that have kids okay. in high school. Yeah. What, what, are the, what is that like for you? Is, is, is the parents, have they, have you had any issues with that? I mean, I'm assuming they'd be supportive of a Waker State. Uh, most of them have been supportive. I yeah. don't, like, I don't know what they say when I'm not around. <laughs> uh, but that's not. the fun part yeah. about this experience is I don't have to care. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm doing this because it matters to me. I started the idea of it was to, like, how do I change my own mindset? and create an accountability for my mindset so I don't be the jerk that I can so easily be. Well, when, you met, when we met, I was like, you know, this Andrew Bash, he's a unique guy. He is a unique guy. He, uh, it, it is true. Like, I can totally tell a difference just from the two years ago or three years ago whenever we met. Well, when you're, you're talking, man. well, I don't know about that, but when you're talking about this all the time, it's a lot harder to be the jerk that you can be. <laughs> um, I saw a guy the other night, uh, I was at at uh, a restaurant and the last time I saw this guy was when our kids played flag fo- football against each other. And, um, you know, I, when I was coaching my kids flag football team a couple of years ago, I was kind of psychotic and probably <laughs> like any parent who's, I swore I wasn't going to be psychotic and I was, but anyway, I saw this guy and uh, the last time I saw him was when we played and, and we were no love lost when we met but it was under the circumstances. It wasn't that he was a bad guy or I was a bad guy. So, but I, I came in, I saw him, I saw his son, and there was a part of me that was like, Ugh, I don't, I don't want to like talk to him. Yeah, you kind of were like, oh, shoot. I, I, I was avoiding him initially, right? We've but his son, I had actually done the Awake Your State talk to his son also, mm-hmm. right? And so I wanted to hide, right? Which all of us want to do that sometimes. And I was like, you don't get to hide. Like you need to go say hello and introduce yourself and. We had this nice chat, and I don't know that like we're not going to dinner next week because we don't know each other that well, but I would consider him a friendly acquaintance now, and the last interaction that we had with each other didn't feel that way, and it was so easy to not be like you know um, negative or uh-huh. hide uh-huh. because you can't talk about this all the time and then not try to live it. I love it. Andrew Bash, Bash Real Estate, BashKC.com is his website. Also, Wake Your State. If you're a uh, corporation or a local school, uh, he's a great guy to know and has an amazing talk he does on bullying. So you need to check that out. Uh, also, too, if you want to buy or sell your home, he's the guy to talk to. You'll notice his signs throughout Kansas City. A lot of neon, and you can't miss him. Andrew Bash, thanks for coming back on the show today. Keep us in the loop. I'd love to have you on for uh, coffee sometime in the near future, maybe in the fall. And uh, keep me updated, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, bud. I appreciate it. You're listening and have been listening to Grill Nation Show. I appreciate Andrew Bash for joining me today. We'll see you again next week. Take care and have a good one.